it was the first couple of months after college where everyone experiences like panic mode. Like, what am I going to do now? How am I going to use my degree? And um, I can just remember spending a good two or three months kind of like panic applying to jobs on LinkedIn. Hi, everybody. It's Marcy Bullock, the host of Wolfpack Career Chats. And welcome back to season six, Fresh from the Pack. This season, we will explore the exhilarating yet challenging path that recent graduates face. Being a human is hard and change is hard, and you are not alone as you embrace the inevitable struggles of leaving your undergrad days behind and creating a life you love. Hi, Wolfpack fans. I'm so excited to invite former student V. Rothgeb to the podcast. Hi, V. Hey, how are you? I am so well, and today we get to hear how you are. Tell our listeners who you are, how you are, and what you do today. I am Olivia Rothgeb, as Marcy said, but some of the people from campus may know me as V. I graduated NC State in the spring of 2022 with my bachelor's in communication and a concentration in media. Today, I'm employed full-time as a junior marketing designer at an education technology startup called Pocket Prep, where we provide quiz-based study prep for students gaining professional certifications in their relative career fields. So currently, I am working out of Charlotte, but our offices are split between both Durham, North Carolina, and Seattle, Washington. What a beautiful introduction, and you are just pretty new to the work world. So what year did you graduate? Uh, spring of 2022. So it's been about a year now. Yeah. Yeah, Little over a year. year, And that whole transition is one that I want people to understand. So talk about how you found this role and what the transition has been like leaving your college campus days behind and starting this new life in Charlotte. Yeah, absolutely. So I think It was the first couple of months after college where everyone experiences like panic mode. Like, what am I going to do now? How am I going to use my degree? And um, I can just remember spending a good two or three months kind of like panic applying to jobs on LinkedIn. There was a small handful of students that had jobs lined up before graduation, but most of us in your class especially had kind of no clear direction on where we wanted to go and what we wanted to do. So I can remember keeping a long list of places that I wanted to apply to um, in a spreadsheet, similar to what we did in that activity. And I just kind of built on that. And over the next couple of months, really tried to, you know, follow up with them and introduce myself as, you know, a very eager candidate looking for a job now that I had graduated. And I think, um, Those three months, I really just tried to tailor my portfolio because I was looking for a design-focused job and really wanted to put together something visually compelling to show to employers. And yeah, it was really just kind of spitballing at really trying to put myself out there and apply to as many things as possible. And although I didn't land a full-time position immediately, I did find an open internship for an awesome company that was located in Durham um, that was willing to give me a shot. And that's kind of the beginning of getting the ball rolling. That's a great story because the the whole notion of this panic applying and feeling that everyone else has it figured out, we can just normalize today, no one has it figured out. Would you agree? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so in your situation, you got the internship and then the internship led to the permanent roles. So talk a little bit about how that all happened. Yeah. So I think in the span of those, you know, four to six months, I had spent those three months kind of, you know, again, just reaching out to anything and everything. And then I started to kind of narrow down in the interview process, a couple of companies that I was interested in. One of the difficult things I think after graduation that no one tells you about is kind of the disappointment that comes with um, receiving the feedback of, no, you didn't receive the role or you weren't a great fit or, you know, we went with somebody else. So that was a struggle having to, you know, go through multiple rounds in the interview process and then having to kind of sit and confront just that kind of disappointment of going through so many rounds of interviews with different companies and then just not necessarily getting the answer that you really wanted. So uh, yeah, that was a bit of a struggle, but ultimately I was able to go through multiple rounds of interviews with Pocket Prep and they were extremely eager and excited to have someone who was so willing to learn. And that was kind of what introduced me as an intern there. We had a lot of NC State graduates working there who were advocates for kind of passing on the baton to the alumni were working really, really diligently and were very involved with state. So they were excited, I think, to have a candidate from state that they could mentor and introduce to this new, this new world that I was a little unfamiliar with. And when you talk about the rejections and the disappointment and that nobody kind of tells you what that's like, I mean, do you have any concept? I know you kept a, a spreadsheet because we use the book, The Two-Hour Job Search by Steve mm -hmm. Dalton, and he teaches a little process that you were referring to where you make a list of 40 companies, and that is something helpful that we'll link up to in our show notes. So how many companies did you apply for? How many interviews did you have? Like, any idea? Yeah, I think, uh, gosh, it was probably close to 25 or 30 um, companies that I had applied to. And of those, I think I remember getting like three to five interviews. Um, some of them do like digital interviews where you can record yourself answering questions. And some of them um, ask you to do Zoom calls, for example. So uh, a lot of the positions that I applied for had remote or hybrid options. So they were um, also remote and hybrid in their interview process. Some of them I was able to go in for. Some of them I, I did completely through the computer, which is you know, the new normal at this point after the pandemic. So uh, the current company that I work at interviewed me entirely uh, remotely. And then my final interview was in person. Um, and that was when I figured out that I had got the job. Well, congratulations. I know that there were a lot of struggles to get there. It took longer than maybe you would have hoped it took. What advice do you have for students coming out that may be feeling a little overwhelmed by that process? Mm, I guess the best thing I can say is, you know, everybody takes different paths to get to where they ultimately end up. So don't be discouraged. I I was told that from every angle, I think, when I was in college, but, you know, it really is a process that can be unpredictable. 
Um, and nobody likes that. I don't like that. I want a clear and concise way to fall into the job market, just like everybody talked about. They tell you, you know, get your college degree and things will all just fall into place. But there is that kind of waiting period where things are confusing and awkward and really slow, even though you are eager to get started, where you know, it's just that kind of middle ground. And so everybody goes through it. It is probably something that you're going to have to go through more than once, especially, you know, with um, job switches and layoffs and things like that. There's going to be a lot of unpredictability in, in searching for a job. And that's always frustrating. And just let's get into the nitty gritty of that. So months are going by, V. You haven't gotten a yes yet. What do you do with your day all day long? I mean, you you used to be mm -hmm. a student running around doing all kinds of things. Yeah. So a big thing for me was I, I love to read. Continuous learning was a really big motivator for me. If I wasn't going to be able to apply that knowledge, I think I was going to gain more knowledge. So um, it really fell into tailoring my portfolio and really just kind of collecting the projects that I think made an impact on who I am as a designer today, and then also exploring new avenues and coming up with new projects to add to my portfolio and talking to people who are going through the same thing and really just kind of building that network of people who have been there, who have done that. And um, informational interviews is honestly something that I did throughout that time as well. I was really discouraged and looking for people to kind of give me some guidance at this time where I was kind of struggling to really keep my chin up. And so turning to other people in the industry to kind of say, hey, you're doing great. Keep doing what you're doing and things will fall into place. And then, of course, um, building my network along the way through those people who I talked to. So I probably did three or four of those um, just in that span of time, you know, whoever was willing to talk to me and give me advice about what they did on a day-to-day -day basis or how they got there, um, I was open to anything and everything. Will you describe how you approached people and what kind of questions you asked and in what setting? Yeah, so um, actually I had asked one of the alumni from the company that I work at now, um, just kind of how she got into tech. I was working on pivoting from working for small businesses and nonprofits to coming into the startup and larger tech sphere. So I was really interested in kind of seeing how she navigated um, just overall kind of switching switching lanes and if she could help me do the same. Um, now she came from a graphic design background at NC State and I was, I, I came from a little bit more unconventional background as far as design goes. I have a certificate instead. And so I was really curious how how she was able to, you know, land the job that she was at after graduating. Um, she had done a lot of really great projects and was still really involved with campus. And so even prior to figuring out that she went to pocket prep, I had done some digging around for design students who were um, from NC State and who could give me advice, who had graduated within the past like five years. And her name came up. I had emailed her and I also ended up applying to the job at the company she worked for. And she was able to kind of facilitate um facilitate some really great advice um, throughout my my internship and now here at my job.
That's a really great story, V, because you already knew this person. And when you were asking for advice, it wasn't a desperation. I need a job. Then when the job came around, this person already knew you. Yeah. Yeah. It was super, super lucky of me. I, I, she is so, so great at what she does. Um, everyone on my team is really just excellent mentor material and they have so much knowledge to share. They're really just experts in their field willing to, to give back to someone who's eager to learn. That is really awesome. So when you got picked for that, what would you with a humble brag say, got you that job? Ooh, um, well, we are a company that offers study prep for professional certifications. And like I said, my background in design is through a certification. So in high school, I gained a certification in multimedia design. And that was kind of what propelled me into focusing on design and marketing and communication as a career field. And so I think that probably gave me a little bit of a leg up because, you know, giving opportunity back to those who maybe don't have that traditional route of education is always a really, really great option. But I also got complimented for our video that we did in class, kind of explaining what some of my career goals were and also building upon kind of um, the angle that I took in my portfolio. So I think in unison, those three pieces kind of acted like a uh, a triad of a really great, um, a really great way to kind of summarize what I'm interested in in my career. I love that story from the standpoint of like, this was a class assignment. Oh, I've got to do this video. I've got to post it for people to see on LinkedIn. And then it turned into really helping you. So if a student on campus is debating to take a professional development class through the Career Center, what advice would you give them? Oh, definitely do it. I I originally came into college as a, an, an exploratory studies student. So I was kind of struck, like balancing between whether or not I wanted to go into marketing or whether or not I wanted to go into design. And ultimately, that led me to meeting in the middle in communications. And it was a perfect fit. It really was everything that I wanted. Um, and I don't think I would have gotten to that conclusion without the exploratory studies program and without the career advice that I gained from these classes. So even when I took one, knowing I was about to graduate, as soon as I saw the title that, you know, we were going to get some career guidance on how to navigate the craziness of the world um, upon graduation, I jumped on that. And I met some really great people in that class who I keep in touch with. And it was really reassuring to just be able to look around and say, you know, these are going to be my people, my support system and navigating kind of what the heck I'm trying to figure out. Um, so step by step, we were able to make our way through that semester and we learned a lot of things. And again, I made some great friendships and they're currently all connected to me on LinkedIn still. And they've been some great resources. I've passed on a job to a former classmate, actually, and he he got the job. Um, so he is currently working in communications as well. Um, he studied in the humanities with me, and that's been kind of a success story from that class. Networking at its finest. And I believe that building that community really is one of the things that help students not to feel alone. So thank you for echoing that. 
as we wind down, let's go into the future and imagine you are talking to your 40-year-old self. What would you want to say to that V of the future? Ooh, I mean, hopefully I, I would love to be able to say that, you know, all your hard work paid off. I have been kind of a stringent type A personality most of my life, and and I'm really hoping that that cumulatively leads me to really enjoying where I'm at at 40 and really having built the experiences that I wanted to. So um, yeah, I, I think that's a good place to leave it at. Thank you, V. Have a great day. Thank you so, so much, Marcy. It was great talking to you.